G'day ladies and gents, welcome to episode 112 of the Moyes Health Podcast. How the devil are you on this overcast UK Tuesday morning? Uh, slight delay in re- recording the podcast this week, I do apologise. The plan is to get one out each and every week, uh, but life does what life does, and sometimes it gets in the way. So I appreciate you guys bearing with the podcast, and I will try my very best to be more consistent in the future, getting a regular episode to you. I quite like the idea of it being a Tuesday, every Tuesday, we'll go with that. Anyways, I digress. A massive thank you for all of your feedback about the last episode. Truthfully, one of the one of the episodes that I'm the most proud of. So much good feedback, so well received, uh, and I'm really, really glad because put a lot into that last one. And lots of important info for you all. Anyways, let's get stuck into this one. 112. People are a funny collective. You will have those that lift you up, those that encourage, those that support, and you'll also have those that do the opposite. They try to belittle, to tear you down. Not always maliciously. A lot of people don't realize that they are doing it, and it's a manifestation of how they feel as opposed to what you've achieved or haven't achieved, as the case may be. And so... As you kind of progress through this transformation journey, as much as it begins with just, I want to lose some weight, and that begins then with calories and movement and exercise, there opens the door to much more nuance than that. Transformation journey no longer becomes just about the physical, but it becomes about you and your confidence. And as you grow in confidence, you begin to really look at your circle and the people around you. And you begin to almost pull off the uh, the shroud that has, in some cases, protected you, but in some ways blinded you in terms of the people around you. And you really begin to see those that are in your corner and those that support you, but also you begin to see those that are toxic. And it's not the easiest of journeys. Hell, the decisions that you make are not the easiest of decisions because you're going to have to really start thinking about what you want for yourself. And quite often when I ask people or say to people that they need to begin prioritizing themselves, the word priority tends to lead people down the route of, I need to detriment others. Putting themselves first, particularly if you talk to mums, for example, tends to kind of elicit this mindset of, well, no, I can't do that. That's not in my nature. And when I say prioritize yourself, I'm not talking about you know, detrimenting others. I'm not talking about you being selfish. Far from it, in fact. Prioritizing yourself is simply finding time within your day, finding moments, headspace even, to just make sure that you've got your stuff, to make sure you've got your ducks in a row, you've got your shit together, let's say. That doesn't need to detriment those around you. If anything, I've you know it's it benefits. I've spoken previously about me getting up and getting to the gym in the morning. When I get back... Half an hour or so before the trio get up, I'm in the best position to serve them because I'm awake, I've looked after myself, and they still get what they always got from me, but they just get a better, calmer, more organized, more stoic version as opposed to, oh my God, Jesus, what time is it? Rolling out of bed, tired eyes, you know the drill. So whenever I mention about prioritizing yourself, it's not at the expense of others, It's about you looking at your life and prioritizing yourself as opposed to the meaningless shit which we pad our day out with. Because yes, 
each and every one of us has a fuck ton of time in the day which is available but we waste it and you know you do so going back to your circle and your circle of friends in all of our groups we identify as a character we have a a role to play however that doesn't necessarily mean that that needs to be the role that you play forever I'm going to use a, a couple of examples. Every um, every group has the fat friend. Every group has the drunk friend. I uh, I worked with a client a few years ago, and she dubbed herself the Prosecco Queen. And she came to me and was very much a case of, yep, she lived her life basically around Prosecco. This woman should have had a sponsorship. And what incidentally came of that is that's who she identified with. So amongst her friends, she was the one that could put it away, if you will. And because of that, in certain ways, it almost held her back. Because that was her identity, by beginning the transformation and making changes in her life away from something that ultimately was leading to more kind of peril in how she was feeling about herself. You know, the alcohol was leading to her losing control in moments and gaining a decent amount of body fat. What essentially that was is although it was a detriment and it was something which was leading to her ultimate unhappiness, giving it up and relinquishing that title in the early stages was tricky because amongst her friends, that's who she was, you know, I'm the Prosecco queen. However, in time, when she recognized that that wasn't who she wanted to be, And she took ownership of the goals that she had and recognized the issues within her life. She began to reduce the amount of Prosecco she was consuming. She began to focus more mindfully on her nutrition, her caloric intake. She began to find a love of being more active and exercising. And it awokened a side of her which I don't think even she knew that she had. Fast forward several years after working with this woman, she has gone from being overweight, unhappy, and the Prosecco queen, to now, well, if she's listening, then she'll know. Now we call her Sarge. And we call her Sarge because the side of her that was awoken on that journey became one of exercise and one of being driven. And now when she's around people, she is now a leader. And she encourages others to push harder, to do more. And she's completely flipped to the opposite end of the of the spectrum. And so that's now her identity. A much more productive, a much more inspiring and motivational person. And she's content with that. Now, obviously, along this journey, her circle will have changed. Friends will have potentially not be as close as they used to be, but she will have picked up new ones. I mean, hell, she has a brand new uh, running circle of friends now, too. So it's important to recognize that, I guess, in transformation, for you to become who you want to become, through that evolution, you've got to accept the fact that you are going to leave some people behind. You are going to leave some practices behind. Hell, you're going to leave an identity behind. If you were once the fat friend of the group, then you're going to have to recognize that you can't continue to be associated with I'm the fat friend of this group because that's ultimately behind closed doors what's making you unhappy. 
And so you can't cling on to that mantra while still being, well, whilst transforming, you know, you could be the former fat friend, there's an option. But the fact is that as much as there's lots of elements of our lives that we like, and the majority of us love to have a character, we do love to have a persona that we are identified as, it's important to recognize that sometimes that is the very thing that is holding you back. But now let's look at it from the other side. Let's look at it from the people around you's perspective. We've looked at yours. We've looked at what you want to become and relinquishing that identity and what it may mean. But let's look at it from the other side, as is so important to do in every circumstance. There are two sides to it. What can often happen as you begin to evolve as a person and you begin to make better choices for yourself, that spotlight that then you're shining on yourself, you're shining on your life, inadvertently that light bleeds onto others. And what it causes others to do is to suddenly recognize their own behaviors, their own mantras, their own identities. And that has very much a fight or flight response. People either go, shit, you're leveling up. Yeah, you know what? It's about time I did something like that too. And there will be people you will inspire and they will follow you on your journey. They will start making their own changes because you will have shown them that A, it's possible and B, that you don't have to relinquish the enjoyment of your life to become somebody you want to become. Getting fit, getting active, getting healthy, it doesn't mean destroying your life and no fun and no enjoyment. As I do my very best to coach through these podcasts and through everything that I do with my clients and on social media, I try to put across a message of you don't have to demonize food, you don't have to go without, you don't have to overly restrict, you can have balance. So you'll get the people that decide to follow you. You will also get the people that do the opposite. By you leveling up, by you really recognizing who you want to become, identifying with who you want to become, at that point, what can happen is those people around you, be it consciously or subconsciously, become jealous. All of a sudden, you're in the spotlight. All of a sudden, you are making a better life for yourself, carving a better path. Walking a better path is probably the better way of putting it. What that then does is by that light bleeding onto them and it causing them to reflect upon their own lives they're not ready to level up. They're not ready to change. However, they don't want you to. A, because like I said, it makes them shine a light on their lives and they don't like the feeling that comes with that. But also, could very well be that they were there was a certain hierarchy to your group. And what's ended up happening is in that hierarchy, you were lower than them, or at least they saw themselves as above you. However, by you making these steps, by you being the topic of conversation, by leveling up your life, what that then causes them to do is realize, oh shit, I'm no longer king of the castle anymore. I'm no longer queen bee in this group. Some people have the reaction of, yep, that's okay, but rarely. The majority of the time when you topple the queen, what ends up happening is they get spiteful. 
And so you then begin to see someone's jealousy come out, either by the things that they say, the sabotage that they try to do, i.e., oh, have another glass of wine, or, oh, go on, it's only one calorie, that's not going to hurt you, or what are you doing that for, belittling what you're doing? They will then try to pull you back down again, because life was better for them when you were under control. Life was better for them when they were the superior. And, dare I say, there are people out there that also want to see you fail. Because they want to have that ability to go, see, told you so. Told you you didn't have what it was made of. And they're the very same people that talk with the other members of your group about you, behind your back. And there's this bitching that goes on. So why am I recording this? Why is this an episode? Why is this a topic that I wanted to cover? Well, with well over 15 years of experience doing this now, particularly delving more into the psychological side of things, it is incredibly important to share this because a lot of the time, the knowledge that I impart isn't knowledge that people didn't already know. However, my job is to encourage thought to encourage you to reflect, to awaken that part of your brain and to really question your life. I mean, hell, this whole transformation lark is all about questioning. It's all about reflection. And so the reason I wanted to record this podcast is because there are many of you that I'm currently working with, am yet to work with. Maybe you're just using these podcasts along your journey to help support your own solo journey. And I want to let you know that this natural shift of the hierarchy in your friendship groups, your circle, this sometimes bitchiness or, I guess, harsh reality or harsh environment that you find yourself in with your friends or your colleagues, your family. Hell, like I said, family can sometimes be the worst ones at this. It's very, very common. And it's important for you to be aware that it happens to everybody. Some people worse so than others, but every single person that levels themselves up in their own lives finds themselves in this very position. And what's important is to recognize that those that want to see you win, those that are truly your allies, truly the ones in your corner, are the ones that will encourage you. They are the ones that will follow in your example because it's not about hierarchy. It's not about leadership. It's about you becoming the best person. And those that love you will recognize that. And those that care about you will see the changes you're making. And they might not follow you down that road. Consciously, they might go, that's great for you, but I'm good. But they won't discourage. However, Those that enjoyed life how it was previously, those that enjoyed the status quo, be that due to hierarchy or simply because they don't want things to change, will never see the benefit. They'll never see the kind of way in which you're leveling up and the positive effect that's having on you and your health and your mental health and everybody around you. All they will ever see is that they don't have that same friend anymore or family member or colleague all they will ever focus on is the person they lost as opposed to the person that they gained and so 
as a, I guess, a public service announcement to you on your transformation journey, recognize that you are going to have some harsh critics, even if you are leveling yourself up and it's all for the good, because let's face it, mindfulness, reflection, stoicism, transformation, they're all positive things. But unfortunately, you are going to get some people that don't subscribe to that, that really reveal their characters in the harshest of ways. And so where you're concerned, your job is to stay true to who you wish to become. To have a clear mission statement of the person you wish to be and how you wish to conduct yourself and to not allow anything to distract you from that. Tunnel vision is the name of the game when it comes to what you want to achieve. And trust me, if you stay focused on who you want to become, because ultimately you are living your life as the main character, you are living your life in your eyes, in your feelings, in your body, and that is it. So it's brilliant that you have these people around you. It's brilliant the friendships and the colleagues and the family members you have around you, but recognize that when you close your eyes of a nighttime, the only person you have to be content with is you. And so you need to be at peace with the fact that those people that love you and support you and encourage you becoming the best version of yourself, they will come with you. But those that don't, at some stage, unfortunately, you will leave behind. Be that simply because you grow out of them and you recognize that that kind of aura is, is not what you want around you. Or be that simply because they can't handle you becoming a better version of yourself, so there ends up being some kind of falling out. But staying true to you, optimizing your life to become the most well-rounded individual, the healthiest, both physically, mentally, and spiritually, and nutritionally, of course, is what this journey is all about. And it's better to have cheerleaders around you than it is to have critics. Don't get me wrong, constructive criticism is important and it is vital that you are constructively critical on yourself. But if you are practicing this stoicism enough, then you don't need negativity in your life where people are discouraging the positive changes you're making. And I suppose that's probably a better way of looking at it. If someone is trying to tear down you doing something positive for yourself, you know, whilst not detrimenting others, don't get me wrong, you can end up being selfish along these journeys. It is a fine balance. Then it's important to really reflect upon what you want for yourself. Because as I said, the only person you have to be at peace with is the person in the mirror. So there we go. 112. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that 20 minutes. Important to kind of share some wisdom, share some knowledge as best I can. Your feedback is always welcome at Chris Moyes on Instagram. With a K, by the way. Everyone seems to continuously spell my name with a CH. Hasn't been a CH for the best part of 25 years. So do make sure that it's K-R-I-S-M-O-Y-S-E on Instagram. But do reach out. Let me know what you think of any of these episodes of the podcast. And whenever you've listened to a new one, drop me a little bit of feedback can be constructive can be more detailed about what it's meant for you and what it's enabled you to do or what thought processes it's opened up or simply can just be good podcast thumbs up or shit podcast thumbs down i'll leave that one with you but like i said that constructive criticism is vital for me in my own personal growth on my own personal journey 
So, guys and girls, appreciate your time as always. Remember to accept the things of which you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things that you can and the wisdom to know the difference. I'll see you on 113. Toodles.